0: lifelong house seeker and I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started. You're listening to episode number eighty-nine of Confidence from Within Podcast. And as always, I am your host, Juliana Lehman. And my special guest today is Kat Ruiz. And we talk about her transition from Wall Street to the Yoga Mat. Kat and I talked about how to make wellness accessible to everyone, but really focusing on small steps that have a very meaningful impact in your health. We talk about finding ways to be more mindful Even if you're somebody working in a very busy job in a corporate setting, she does work with some corporations on company supported wellness. So she brings some of the techniques and strategies that she shares with her clients with us in this episode. So let me properly introduce you to Kat. Kat Ruiz is a wellness coach and founder of the Pre Pandemic Project a four-week coaching program to help working women find their way back to their pre-pandemic genes. Kat has been working in wellness for over 15 years, teaching breath work, meditation, yoga to New York City's elite and public school kids alike. Wellness for everyone is Kat's motto. Before wellness, Kat worked on Wall Street, managing assets for high net worth individuals. Combining her corporate background and her wellness expertise has made Kat an invaluable resource to help companies and employees start, implement, and continue to be successful on their wellness journey. Without any further delay, here is Kat. Welcome, Kat. I am very pleased to have you on our show today. Welcome.
1: Thank you so much, Juliana.
0: <laughs> and our conversation today would be really cool and interesting. I'm very curious to hear more about your story and what led you to get to where you are today. But before we jump right in, tell me a little bit, what is your take on confidence? What does it mean to you?
1: Confidence to me is being very comfortable in your own skin. And I think that just surmises it all is just feeling... Comfortable who you are, what you're doing, where you are, and just feeling like you are where you're supposed to be in that moment.
0: Mm-hmm. That's awesome, and I think a lot of times, like, because I hear so many definitions, right? And what it described is really like in alignment how I feel as well, which is really that acceptance. And I love what you said about the moment, right? Because confidence is relative, and different set of circumstances, right, will challenge that. So I really love that definition. And Thank I you. think the way I would love to start, I, I love hearing people's stories and, you know, what he went through to get to where you are. And I am fascinated by you coming from Wall Street and then doing yoga and breath work. <laughs> I think that's the coolest thing. Yeah. So let's Thank start <laughs> there and tell me, you know, from your Wall Street days and the very stressful, I'm assuming lifestyle, right? Yes. What was that? journey that kind of took you now to this very beautiful, holistic world that you work on?
1: Well, it's been a road for sure. And I have to say, I think working in an environment that is predominantly very unhealthy, very unhealthy <laughs> lifestyle. Yes. It's a uh, sort of like a work hard, play hard. So not yeah. in a good way necessarily. It's more like you work 12 hour days and then you leave work and everyone goes to a bar, goes out late nights, you know, uh, client dinners, not so healthy, not a lot of movement, uh, sitting at your desk yeah. all day long. Really, the only break would be to walk outside to pick up your lunch if lunch wasn't being delivered. Um, so, and if you smoked, you got smoking breaks. But I, I've never been a smoker, so that wasn't something that I got. But um, so it's, it was a very rigorous lifestyle and a very mm. hard lifestyle. I think in my twenties, it was attractive and it was exciting and yes. it was. Fun, of course, but (laughs) I was always the person leaving work to go to yoga or to go to the gym, or I would go to the gym before work. So I was always trying to find those moments where I could squeeze in self care because that was that's always been a very important part of my life.
0: That is really cool, and even like I would say to like from just like purely like a cortisol level. Like I know there's different rules within (laughs) in Wall Street, but like. It seems to me to be like a very fast paced, very like high adrenaline, high dopamine <laughs> type of environment, right? So it is really cool that even back then, you know, you already had this calling, right? And not just a calling, but like, it was a huge, huge priority to you to have the yoga and the self care sort of built in and there.
1: Absolutely. It's uh, for me, it's always been a priority. and I, I was an athlete in high school and college, always, always keeping apart some part of time for exercise because I noticed that not only for a physical well-being, but it was also a mental well-being and a mental shift for me as well, which as I became older, I realized was actually the most important part of movement was the mental shift that I would find Mm. versus the physical gratification.
0: Yeah, that's awesome, actually. So let's talk a little bit about it, because I interviewed somebody a long time ago, I don't remember the episode number on the top of my head. Um, But we talked about movement in the sense it was almost like a, a meditative practice for her to get into her body and really feel the body. And I love your perspective on movement from this more, you know, mental health standpoint. So talk to me a little bit about it. Like what has been your experience in using movement to really help you with the more sort of emotional cognitive side of things?
1: Well, it's very obvious for me that how I feel before I move my body and mm-hmm. how I feel after is a complete, complete. Difference and it's very noticeable for myself. Mm-hmm. And listen, I don't always want to move my body. Mm-hmm. I, it's, you know, I, and I always tell my clients the hardest part is showing up, the hardest yeah. part is getting there and starting the movement. And once I do it, I, I don't want to stop because I feel so good in that moment of what I'm doing. And then afterwards, I feel amazing. I have never felt worse after moving my body, I've only felt better. It's, it's a complete shift. So it's, you know, your body gives you that feedback and it like feeds your desire, which is why I keep doing it and keep doing it. And even days, you know, I don't, I, I feel like I have a very balanced, um, approach to exercise and movement and every day is not a hardcore day. Mm-hmm. Um I'm a yoga instructor so I, I love that. I'm actually getting certified in Pilates right now, which is also uh, more gentle on the body, but yeah. um you know, even just getting outside and taking a walk is like mind-blowing. It can oh, totally yeah. change your perspective and and completely change your day for the better. So any movement is good movement.
0: Yeah, I love it. Hey there. Are you a woman over 40 who wants to release excess weight, but keep self-sabotaging your progress? If you were tired of all the, all you need is more willpower advice, then I created just a free training for you. Set aside 60 minutes today, and I promise you, it will be worth your time. I will go over the three main mindset shifts you need to make if you want to release weight for good, which does not rely on willpower. I will review to you why the strategies that worked in your 20s and 30s don't seem to work anymore and I will also show you which hormones play a big role in weight release once we turn 40 and beyond. This is a value-packed masterclass and it is for you if you want to discover my step-by-step system to help you regain your energy, get rid of cravings, and get back into alignment with your body. And of course, drop some pounds too. All you have to do is go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash free training to watch this on-demand masterclass or just send me a DM on Instagram for the link at naturally.joyous. So again, it is naturallyjoyous.ca slash free training. And something you said is so true that it's like breaking that inertia, right? Like if we're not in the movement state and we're sitting or something, to really get going, often that is the trickiest part. But once you're in there, it, it is just so fulfilling. And it, for me, I've always felt, because I was... You know, I would say for the last 20 years of my life, if longer now, I've dealt with my spinal conditions and had spinal surgery. And often, if I add a new type of movement that my body's not used to, even very gentle ones, I normally get like a triggered migraine. Like it. So I've always been very careful with movement. But the one thing that I've always felt for myself is the the stronger my physical body feels it's like my mind gets tougher there is almost like this right emotional inner strength when your body is tough and your posture is good and it's almost like i show up very differently to life than periods that i wasn't able to move as much because of my injuries and so on. So um, yes. like, I, I love that aspect of it. And it's a very beautiful way to look at movement, you know, not just for, like you said, the physical gain, which a lot of times that's what people I think associate with it, but this very emotional gain as well.
1: Yes. It's very empowering. You know, when you're yes. moving your body, it really does shift everything, and I feel like, you know, it's the whole mind-body connection and 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 breathing and, you know, but also being in tune with that and being mindful in what you're doing and what you're experiencing and connecting to that on a different level of like, yeah. oh wow. You know, just sort of taking it all in, which I think is also a really important part of the experience.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it brings up presence as well, right? Which is an aspect of, you know, what we're said at the beginning, which is like really special. The one thing that I wanted to get into um, a little bit, so I'm not not just, you know, in terms of your specific corporate background, but like we both have <laughs> worked in very busy corporate environments and we sort of feel some of the challenges, right? And lack of time and high stress, lack of opportunities to move, like you mentioned, are very common, <laughs> you know, factors right. that we see. And I think... Um, like when we look at wellness and especially getting started, like I said, like breaking that inertia, right? And moving and doing something for wellness, no matter what it is, is the hardest part. I think because people think, oh my gosh, it's such a big journey, right? So uh, one of the things I know uh, we wanted to talk about is that it doesn't have to be huge, right? That small incremental steps all add up at the end. So break it down for us, somebody that's just contemplating, you know, getting to a healthier version of themselves, but they feel overwhelmed with what it will look like? Like, how would you guide them into breaking it down into smaller steps?
1: I would say to start with five minutes. Yeah. Everybody can find five minutes. <laughs> that is, that is attainable. No matter how busy you are, how crazy you are in your life, we can all find five minutes. And to start with a small amount of time to even just start out with breathing, you know, just taking a moment, which doesn't even have to be five minutes, that could be two to three minutes of so just taking a quiet moment. I find one of the biggest shifts that my clients experience is when they add a meditation practice into mm-hmm. their life. mm mm-hmm. And I know that can sound very overwhelming because I think a lot of people don't even really understand what meditation is, or they feel like that's reserved for someone who is a yogi or a Buddhist monk, or (laughs) you have to be a certain spiritual being to participate in meditation, which is absolutely not true. It's accessible to everyone. And we're so fortunate to have so many opportunities to practice meditation. There's apps that are free. One of my favorite apps is insight timer and there's tons of guided meditations on there. I think that in order to incorporate wellness, you have to, you have to do things that are accessible to you in your busy lifestyle. And I always tell my clients start small, small goals, huge impact. Mm Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have to be overwhelming. It doesn't have to be, oh, an hour, two hours. You know, it can be so small, but it can really have the biggest impact. And I think starting out with just a short meditation can totally change your life.
0: That's awesome. And thank you from the perspective. And of course, there's different personalities, right? But thinking from the perspective of my personality, (laughs) that I like to go big, like when I start <laughs> something, like it's just very much high I operate. Um, so let's just say like, if somebody has a similar personality to think five minutes, like what am I going to get out of it? Like help us shift that perspective to really see how the incremental baby steps actually really add up.
1: Well, I think first of all, it's just when, you, when your brain thinks of it in a small way of, okay, five minutes, it's like, okay, sure. I can find five minutes in my day. Now for you, it might be in the morning, it might be to take a lunch moment, it might be after you get off work, wherever you can fit that time in. And it's exactly the same as I was speaking about movement. Once you start, you are going to get more into it. So maybe you start with a five-minute meditation, or maybe you start with a 15-minute walk outside, but it's like just getting your mind to wrap around the starting point and showing up for yourself and also marking these times in your calendar. I think that that's such a powerful way to really take time out for yourself. If you put these in your calendar, just like you do a meeting, it's going to happen. You you schedule time for yourself, you schedule self-care and whatever you do in that moment, just to take time out for yourself, whether it's listening to a book or a podcast or going for a walk outside or doing a class or movement or getting on your bike or, you know, whatever that might be for you or just sitting. And and honestly, I, I love for clients just to sit and breathe and close their eyes for a moment. Even just taking three deep breaths is a total shift in the way that you'll feel the rest of the day.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. And one of the things I talk a lot about in my working relation to the practices of weight release, but of course it's applicable here as well, is that if somebody is kind of struggling early on to even implement and get started or quotations be consistent, right? With their, you know, baby steps, like I often say like, start by kind of like, linking and connecting to something else you enjoy so when i was back in corporate many years ago we would do a lot of because the location of the building was very close to like a I don't know like a path like for nature's walk so we took a lot of our meetings on that path and we walked as we had actual big decision <laughs> meetings with like clipboards taking notes right which you know was a, a very cool thing that we had to do not everybody has that luxury but even maybe like I said, like if you're listening to something, maybe you can walk as you do that, maybe combining tasks, right? That you're already spending time doing the thing that you're more inclined to do, but can you add wellness within or on top of that? And for some people, like even I'll give a general example, but you could turn like house chores into a workout. There's so many videos wow. on YouTube, right? It's yeah. just, I think... Like opening up that creativity and say, how can I combine something I love with something that maybe I want to do, but I'm not as inspired and do them together. Right. So um, from that perspective, yeah. right, like breathing, like you just said, like you literally can combine that with almost any activity right? Like because you're breathing anyways, just be more intentional about it.
1: Absolutely. I love that, you're, that your company actually did that. First of all, I think that's amazing. And I wish more companies were more in tune about getting people up and out of their seats and moving around. I think that sort of the shift to work from home has been really challenging because now people are on call constantly. Yes. And I think that that's created, you know, some positives, but also some negatives around that as well. Like you you know, so I think that's a whole new, that's a whole, that's a whole nother show. <laughs> <to talk about>. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the work from home shift. But you made a very good point about being creative about your movement and intentional and combining things, which I absolutely love. And I, Every morning when I wake up, I live by the beach. I'm very lucky. I take <laughs> my dog. I, uh, I take my dog to the beach, and I listen to a podcast. Nice. It's, it's like it's a moving meditation, right? Yes, so exactly. being in nature, walking, I'm getting exercise. I'm getting that movement. I listen to a book on Audible or I listen to a podcast, and you're getting sort of your, your education. You know, it's so many different things that you're layering on top of one another. And breathing. So it's, you can, all of these things can go together.
0: Yeah, absolutely. This episode is brought to you by the Wage Release Shift, a program that I am so excited to share with you. And actually more than a program, this is a partnership in which I join forces with you to take you on this incredible journey, which is Weight Release. Together, we will explore all the necessary mind shifts to get you to places you've never been before, as well as learn what is going on with your hormones, especially as you transition into later phases of being a woman. All of that combined, with tasty, healthy, super easy to make foods and recipes to help you balance hormones, eat for your needs and release excess weight in the process. If you're curious or ready to learn more and join me and all these other wonderful women on this journey, I encourage you to apply at the link below. To learn more, visit naturallyjoyous.ca slash release. And I look forward to chatting with you and getting to know you better. And let's talk a little bit about like breathwork specifically. So say that somebody, you know, for the reason of their jobs is literally stuck to their chair for most of the time, they can maybe get up a little bit, but it doesn't happen if it's back-to-back meetings, for example. Like, is there any practical tips or things they can do as breathwork is concerned to sort of help calm down that stress?
1: Absolutely. And I do, I teach um, a lot of corporate sessions. I teach a lot of corporate mindfulness sessions, which I love to do. So everything happens at a desk, in a chair. You're sitting, (laughs) you are, you know, you're in your space. And really, you know, one of the easiest ways to practice breath work is to find a comfortable seat just to kind of set yourself up so that you have room in your abdominal, in your body to take the breath in and take the breath out. So that's one of the biggest things is that we do wanna find the deep breathing. So I also like to cue people to place one hand on their belly so that you're trying to breathe in as you inhale through the nose. You're trying to breathe into the hand so you can feel your belly rise and fall. So that's one of the basic sort of setups of of breath work. and one of my favorite things to sort of just to keep in mind is to just inhale slowly and you can count to yourself so you're at your desk you don't even have to close your eyes. I mean, if you can, sure, close your eyes. Cause I feel like when you do close your eyes, you're connected a little bit deeper into your mm-hmm. body. Yeah. If you can't do that, you don't have to do that. I tell people, if you're waiting for the subway or you're waiting for, you know, you're on the street, wherever you are. And that's one of the best things about breath work is that you have it with you all the time. It's a hundred percent free You just need to know how to do it and access it. And it can completely change your life. It can calm you down. It can relax you in the moment. It can help you to release stress, anxiety, depression, boost your immune system, help you lose weight. So many scientifically proven benefits of using breath work. So one of the basic ways that I like to tell people is simply to inhale for a count of five hold for a moment, and then slowly exhale for a count of five. I encourage my clients to breathe in through their nose and then to breathe out either through the mouth or through the nose, whatever feels more comfortable to them. But that's a very simple breathing technique. If you take five of those very deep, slow breaths, I guarantee you, you will feel 100% better where whatever's going on for you.
0: That sounds amazing. And I love the concept to what it said, something that, you know, I haven't heard in a long time, like the whole posture aspect of things to really make room, right? And having the hand on the belly, I think it's so smart because. At the beginning, right, for somebody that just starting to use this type of practice, it may be a little hard for the brain to breathe into the belly, <laughs> right, because we're right. often very shallow breathers. So that is such a great tip, because I think Thanks. there's this extra layer. Right? It's like, okay, I know where my hand is. I'm going to breathe into that hand. Yes. Absolutely. That's wonderful. And the other thing too, kind I wanted to ask you um, in terms of like getting somebody to either incorporate that through work. And I know that, you know, when I was uh, in corporate, I launched a corporate wellness program, and I know you do the same for different companies. Right. But let's just say that somebody works in a, co- in a corporation or a business that doesn't have necessarily those initiatives. Right in terms of, you know, them adding this on as something that just like really lights them up, that they can do easily in between besides a breath work, what else could somebody in a busy <laughs> work environment that doesn't have a lot of the support add to their day?
1: Hmm. Well, that's a really good question. I feel like there are small, simple ways to sort of get your movement in. There's so many ways to, you know, like we were talking about before, it doesn't have to be a time commitment. And listen, I love, I'm an overachiever as well. So when I start doing something, I'm going to do it as hard as possible, as good, you know, as long as, like, I want, I really like to, you know, get it in. So for, for, for someone who's an overachiever, and it hasn't really started a wellness program yet, I do feel like once you start implementation, which is the hardest part, when you start when your brain is giving you all those endorphins of your new program, or whatever, you know, shifts you're making into your life to bring wellness and self care in, it's going to continue to feed your desire to want to continue on that, on that program, whatever it might be. Um, I wrote an article for uh, well Set Co about mindfulness and it was really, it's just a very simple sort of seven steps to incorporate mindfulness for anyone at any time, whatever, wherever you are, whatever, you know, whoever you are, that you Mm -hmm. can be anybody and you can add these simple things. And a mindful walk is one of them, which we talked about earlier. It's just, you know, getting outside, getting fresh air, being aware of your surroundings, taking note of what's going on around you in those moments, whether you're walking in a city, whether you're walking in nature, whatever your environment is, but just sort of being able to take in what's around you in the moment of what you're doing and being present and more present with yourself. So some very simple activities like that. Of course, I I am a big believer in meditation. I, I have a meditation practice and it has changed my life and many of my clients that I've worked with have also told me the same thing with them. Like when I told them about meditation, they're like, that is not me. I am not a meditator. I cannot do that.
0: Absolutely. And the one thing too, in terms of like what you just said, in terms of, you know, the mindfulness piece of things, I think our nervous systems are so bombarded, right? By, you know, so much information coming at us from all angles. Most people now spend hours and hours in front of a camera on zoom <laughs> as we know. So it is so incredible to just give those breaks of times, either, either through a meditative practice or even just be mindful. Like even one of the things I often do and recommend is even as you're cooking, right. A meal, say you're, you know, entering a healthy eating program that in my household it is a meditative practice it's just being really you know aware and looking at the smells and the flavors and you know things like that um so that we can actually you know get to understanding what the flavors are and the colors of the meals and really having all those senses being involved um not just i have to cook it's a chore it's something that i need to do right
1: Yes, completely. I mm-hmm. absolutely agree. It's, you know, bringing mindfulness into sort of any activity that you're doing, it, you know, it just gives you a different experience.
0: Absolutely. I think we look at life differently when we actually make the point of <laughs> <A> paying <laughs> addition to the little details. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I'll just mention something quickly as well, okay, that, you know, for somebody listening that they don't have access to say a corporate wellness program and stuff, you know, Even going into HR and stuff and making a suggestion, right, that, you know, somebody like yourself that does a lot of the mindful wellness coaching online, it could very much be something that can be so easily added, right, as a service that the corporation can provide. So, you Mm -hmm. know, employees have a lot of power as well in requesting what they feel they need to have a healthier, you know, work environment and make the hours we work also you know, healthy, right? Like it doesn't have to be you no, know, like you said, the work hard and then play hard in late night or things like that. So yeah, so right. I, I really encourage and I'll put like, definitely put your link below if somebody's interested uh to contact Thank you, you yeah. and, and kind of see. Yes. So Kat, that was a wonderful conversation. I really love to you know, break down wellness into simple steps and how it is actually much easier than people may consider in terms of really making that part of your life, but also understanding why it is so important, right? So tell us a little bit about, um, you know, where to find you and how you work with clients and corporations and so on.
1: Yes. So I, I have a website and it's my, my name, which is K-A-T- Bruise, R-U-I-Z wellness.com. And on there, I have a whole list of all the programs I offer and the different and, and also a way to book time to have a free consultation with me. Um, I really, my focus is on corporate women. So that's really my group that I work with the most. But I also when I work with companies, you know, of course, men can join in those sessions, too, (laughs) when I'm doing my corporate wellness, but really for my own program, that programs that I offer um, are really focused on the working woman. And um, right now I have a four week program that I'm working with women just to help them it's i'm calling it the pre pandemic project because <laughs> i feel like we all need sort of a reset from the pandemic love um, the name thank you <laughs> <laughs> so sort of uh, to help you get back to your pre pandemic self not that you necessarily you know i mean a lot's happened right so it's not in that way but it's more you know one of my friends had said to me and she's a, a working woman she said oh my gosh, Kat, you know, none of my clothes fit me anymore from before the pandemic. And now I'm in sweats all the time. And I, you know, just sort of like losing that. um, I think one of the hardest things was, you know, you didn't have to be anywhere, go anywhere, or get dressed, right? Like so many people are wearing sort of yoga pants all day. And, and, you know, and I think that uh, different unhealthy habits come into place, you know, during a very stressful time of the pandemic. And Mm -hmm. so many people have experienced so many different losses and that can add to stressful eating, to stressful drinking and using some more unhealthy things in your life, um, and I think sort of time passes and you don't even realize that you're stuck in these habitual places, you know, you just, it's kind of, it's comfort, right? Yeah. We we fill ourselves with things that might not be the healthiest and, and it's okay. There's no judgment. You know, that's one of the things that I always say to my clients, you know, there's no judgment here. This is, this is a place to come if you want to change and, Again, it doesn't have to be big. It starts small. And ultimately, you know, you're in control of your own destiny and your own life. So I'm here as a guide. And and that's what I always tell people, too. It's like, I can't do this for you. You really have to want to make those changes in your life.
0: Absolutely. Now, that's wonderful. And I'm definitely putting all the links in the show notes as well. So if anybody just wants to look below the episode and click, that will be available for you. Thank you again, Kat, for your time. That was such a fun, great conversation. um, And I really appreciate your time today.
1: Thank you so much, Juliana. Thank you for having me.
0: My pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to Confidence From Within. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at naturally.joyous. And I will be sure to tag you back.